When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Geekscape? It's welcome to a brand new Geekscape episode. If you guys are new to Geekscape, you're about to hear a whole bunch of movies, video games, comic books, and TV talk. You know what? Let's Halloween theme this one. Uh, if you guys are old school Geekscapists, then you might recognize my co-host sitting over there, Kenny Craig. He was out last week, but he's back in the hot seat. Hey, buddy. Hi. How's it going? Uh, Kenny yes. uh, has been um, what moonlighting yeah. as a superhero. Yep. Uh, we thought we'd break it here because yep. you know what? Fuck the alter egos. I need to stop those fucking clowns, man. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anyway, Geekscapists, uh, one thing I definitely want to say to you guys is if you're a long-time Geekscapist, there's a couple things I want you guys to do. Go and write us a review right now on iTunes. That really helps us out. It helps new people discover the show. And also, why not take the show, the little link right here, whether you're on SoundCloud or iTunes or your podcatcher, uh, click that little weird box with the arrow coming out of it on your iPhone, and share the show with uh, five of your friends. Two of them will hate you forever. Three of them will actually become listeners, and that's how we're going to spread the word. So That's I'm, how you weed out the good friends, though. Yeah, no. Don't, you know, it's like the people that will listen to something shitty that you give them and still mm-hmm, be your friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how you know it's quality. If you give them a, a show like Geekscape, and yeah. they're like, wow. Wow. Uh, you need I, help. <laughs> I'm completely reevaluating this relationship because that guy stunk. Uh, Kenny was cool, mm. so I started listening to Geekscape Games. <laughs> uh, Kenny has, I think, this year appeared more on Geekscape Games than he has on this. Uh, yeah, I know show, it's, but, been, it's been rough, but it's good. Uh, we have another podcast. We have a couple more podcasts. One of them, the video game podcast, Kenny appears on every now and then. And the cool thing that they did this past week was they actually did the show live on Twitch. Finally, uh, I cannot say that you did not inspire them to do that through your very successful Twitch channel. Um, did somebody have an illness far, oh, in so, this oh, room oh. before us? We're here at Zenith TV, and um, oh, no. <laughs> <some> of, <laughs> the, 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 I don't know what the show is before me, but some dude was like dying. It's weird. Like, there's like there's a bunch of empty water bottles, but also a sopping uh, Kleenex. So I don't know if they were just that, that, like I don't know if the 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 fluid was directly poured onto the Kleenex or it was like the fluid was replaced into the body from in which expelled onto the Kleenex from their nose and or any other orifice you want to imagine. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers! Uh, guys, Halloween's coming up quick, and the cool thing about Halloween coming up this Monday is right before that, if you're in the LA area, come to Stan Lee's LA Comic Con. Uh, I have a schedule that I ch- that I went ahead and uh, shared, but if you guys are going to LA, uh, the LA Comic Con, it's hard not to say Kamikaze. It's yep. been known for the first four years. But Stanley's LA Comic Con, come to booth 125. That is the Geekscape booth. Come over to the Geekscape booth and say, hey, I thought Kenny would be here. You'll realize Kenny's <laughs> not there. Kenny will probably still be in traffic, but 
I will give you something free whether or not Kenny's there. So come what? to the booth. If I'm not at the booth... If I am there, you don't get something free. But if I'm not there, you do get something free. Uh, yes. Uh, I don't know. I'll, we'll give you something free if you come to the booth. If I'm not at the booth, it might be because we're doing panels. Uh, the main stage panels we've got coming up on Saturday, I've got Mike Coulter, who just played Luke Cage. Yeah, that's awesome. one on one on stage with him. And then I'm doing Legends of Comics panel right after that with Stan Lee, I think Mark Silvestri, uh, Gary Dugan... I don't know who else is on there, but it's some fucking awesome comic book creators. And then I've got Dominic Purcell, who you guys can watch right now on Legends Tomorrow, and he's returning to Prison Break. Uh, so that's going on on Saturday. And then Sunday, I'm starting the day with our good friend Cooper Barnes from Henry Danger on Nickelodeon. And then we're doing it for the third year straight. Rob Liefeld, the Deadpool creator, and I on stage going crazy. Um, you don't want to miss that one because the dude is a live wire. That's on Sunday. That's it. That's our news. Now let's get to some Geekscape. It is Halloween. I, what? what? I'm surprised. Sorry. Sorry. I'm, su- I'm surprised you didn't mention like Blade 3 or Blade Trinity when you're talking about Dominic Purcell. Like, was, was he? Oh, he played Dracula? Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't. It was, it was like Draken or something. But the it was, dude from. Yeah. You're saying that the. Dr- Blade Trinity. Even, dude, I Dominic saw Blade Purcell. Trinity once and all I can remember. Yeah, we all did. Anyone that saw it only saw it All I can remember was Blade Trinity. Uh, them Ryan talking Reynolds, about how yeah. fucking like scary Dracula was. Like, uh, what's the name of the comedian that was in it? Um, uh, uh, he's on the tip of my tongue. He just did a Weezer video. Uh, hilarious guy. But uh, Donald Trump. No, you had all these comedians in. The, you, you you had the Wolfpack, right? right. Or whatever oh, they yeah, call yeah. it, right? Yeah. And Blade now has a team, mm-hmm. and they're like Dracula's coming, and they, all they do is shit their pants about Dracula's yeah. coming. Dracula shows up in the movie, runs away in fucking daylight. <laughs> he, the first thing Dracula does in Blade Three is run away, and then he hides behind a baby <laughs> on a roof. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker, you guys, genius, are right? <laughs> Pat Oswalt was in Blade Three. Oh yeah, 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 I like Pat Oswalt, but I don't like him. In Blade, I don't like anything in Blade Three, but. <laughs> It got made. Yeah. David Goyer, you know what? You've done some awesome stuff. We, I, I'm a fan, but what else? Uh, well, he he worked on know. he worked on the Dark Knight movies with. Uh, oh, I didn't know yeah. that. No, David Goyer, it, it's he's done a ton of great television. But um, I'm a fan. It was just Blade Three. I don't know all the circumstances that went into Blade Three. See, the thing is, I don't know why. Like all of a sudden, humans are powerful enough to um, fight vampires Fuck in you. Blade he's Three. A daywalker. His mother was attacked by no, a no. I'm not talking about Blade. I mean his team. His team. His team. All of a sudden, they're strong enough to attack vampires. I don't want to spend this whole. Fucking we time gonna do this is a Blade, Blade 3. Three breakdown. Okay. I'm experiencing Blade Three more now during this podcast <laughs> than I wanted to experience when I was watching it. So, like, please, before I start. I'm sorry. Having... Dude, there's a reason I never revisited it. And I saw Wesley Snipes in a bar like a few months ago. Yeah, like tax evasion like, times? No, he, we were just talking and I was like, hey, Did man. He pay his bill. No, I invited him to go running with me. And he was like, I don't do that, man. And I was like, I don't know, man. I saw you like running around pretty badass. And like you were in, in Expendables. He was like, the only thing I was running to was a paycheck on that. <laughs> Did he really say that? What the me? fuck? I was like, all right, get that fucking paycheck. That's a genius. So, okay, so listen, let's, let's talk. Geekscapist, you know this if you're a Geekscapist, that we always have a guest. This week is no different. We've got my good friend, Kaylee Marr. She is a... Hi. I'm going to just drop it like this. She's the manager to the most powerful people in Hollywood. What? She is. The most powerful yeah. people? Yeah, she, yeah screenwriters, things like that. Let's just drop it like that. Who are the most powerful people? Is that an okay people? intro? Uh, that was good. I mean, I'll try to live up to it, but no guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time you guys were talking, I'm like, am I supposed to chime in? If, I, no, if I'm supposed no. to... No, no. We were talking about Blade 3. Kaylee's no, doing, I shouldn't have chimed in. Honestly, is that the one with Jessica Biel? It is, where she's yeah. doing flips and shit. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I like to be entertained when I watch. Movies. You know what was good in Blade Three was. Oh. Oh, <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. Say, we, we can say stop what you will about it if you want. Say or... what you will. Blade Three is the movie that put, that made people be like, "Oh, Ryan Reynolds is a movie star." Mm-hmm. No, Van Wilder. 
You think no. it was Van Wilder? Yeah. No way. Uh, maybe, he was maybe, just a goofball. Maybe, mm, not the yeah, right, but well, not the right movie star. star. I mean, yeah, but what's the difference of him and Van Wilder like versus Stifler in, in American Pie? Sean Michaels. Oh, they're very different. Yeah. I know, but like you think you think Van Wilder made him a movie star, but like. I think it put well that waiting just friend. I mean, like I waiting. Feel like, I thought was waiting, great. Waiting. Waiting's fantastic. You know what's fucking good? The one where he switches places with Jason Bateman. Is it uh, Trading Places? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, the no, one where, like, like, oh, Jason the Bateman. one is a yeah. universal movie. From, yeah, like, and then you know, you know, and here's the oh, oh yeah, the switch up or something. Here's, like that. here's the original. I was being silly, but here's the honest answer to fucking Ryan Reynolds movies that I fucking like. Uh-huh. Okay, I watched it on a plane, and I fucking dug it. Where he's telling his daughter which of the three women might be her mom. You know what that one? Like Abigail Breslin plays like his mom. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It takes place in New York. It has a really long title. Yes. It's like, yo. We used to be here yesterday. Something like the day after tomorrow. (laughs) Daddy's been irresponsible this scene. I don't know what the (laughs) fucking movie is. Mommy doesn't ask for back pay. It's good. It's got like, It's, it's a good movie. It's, it, you know what? I was on a plane. <laughs> yeah, you're on a plane. You're like uh, I fell for the movie. I was the down elevation. With it. I don't know. Yeah, elevation. All the methane from, from the win- guy sitting next to you. Should this window be open? Yeah. <laughs> There's like chickens. It's like where? I was in steerage. Uh, so anyway, let's talk. Uh, Kaylee, talk to us about what you do because the reason I had you on was because it is Halloween and you are the architect. Not just you're not just a screenwriting manager. You're not just a talent manager here in Hollywood, but you are like the architect of this thing called the Blood List. And if you're a screenwriter in Hollywood, you know about the blacklist, which is the thing that you submit to to have a bunch of executives make fun of you and rip apart your script. But no. I'm kidding. No, the black the blacklist is something you should you should submit your script to here in Hollywood, and it basically is a place not just to have access to, uh, you know, agents and managers and industry people, but you also get great feedback. And you've created something that's a specialized version of that geared specifically towards horror or horror sci-fi I mean, at fantasy. this point... Into the mic, please, ma'am, please. Oh, sorry. Uh, at this point, uh, the Bloodlist, I've been doing it for seven years. It's the eighth edition that I dropped today, actually, oh hours God. ago, which is why I sound like Kathleen right. Turner. And It's I'm almost like a contest, but it's almost like a contest, right? It's like yeah. who, sco- like it's, who it's scripts... Not, I mean... I feel like people's perception of what the bloodless is very different from what it is. Like I'm, I'm the curator, so I don't choose what gets on the bloodless. Mm-hmm. Like I, I actually, I had a client on, which is not rare because I've been a manager for six years and I've run the bloodless for seven. Um, but I didn't even know it was getting on until my assistant was like, Hey, it got on. I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. That's awesome. Like these I love scores it. are curated by, by other individuals. Right. I asked the people to, to vote, but it's very like, it's very separate for me. Mm-hmm. That being said this year, I, I did something different called, uh, the fresh blood initiative. So it was just, cause for me, it's like, I, I I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like the underdog, but I mean, I guess maybe I, I work out of my apartment and I have for years and I love it and kind of just thrive in it. Um, but I was noticing that either people couldn't afford to submit to screenplay competitions or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm involved in tons of screenplay competitions as as a reader, as a mm-hmm. judge, whatever. And so for me, I was like, what can I do different? And people were like, hey, I feel like you have to be represented, you know, fully represented in terms of having a manager and an agent um, to be on the blood list. And I was like, you're right, because you have to be voted on, which means your script has to be in circulation enough for people to read it like it and vote for it, which is which is hard. So for me this year, just like on a whim, on a whim over four months, oh, I put together a submission system. <laughs> I don't want to sleep again. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, honestly, I'm yeah. just, I get bored really easily. So I'm right. always waking up trying to be innovative. 
Uh, and so I was like, this seems like a cool idea. I'll try it. And then I like was calling these writers. Like I got 386 submissions. And these are people who are not represented. They're not represented. Actually, out of the 13 people. Oh, that's fun. It's on the screen. There it is. Um, out of the 13. That's this year's blood list. These are successful. Well, those are the, here, if you, this year I did it very differently. I actually, for the fresh blood selection, um, out of the 386 scripts, or and shorts and pilots and whatever. Oh um, I read through as like I it, it was this it was a system, but basically I read like a lot of them and had you know my team read them too. Narrowed it down to thirteen that I personally loved, nice. and so. Fresh Blood is actually shit that I like. So for the That's first cool. time ever, some people always think that I put the scripts on there, like it's my taste, my whatever, right. but it's it's not. It's like it's just like the blacklist. Like Franklin doesn't read and put every script on. It's a it's a vetting process. And it's the a blood list process. is that for genre. Yeah, I mean, what we're doing is very different now. I feel like there's like a lot of synergy. I mean, I love the blacklist. I've had uh-huh. clients on there. Everyone's always trying to get me to talk shit about it, but why would I do that? Like, it's a no, huge it's been asset. Valuable. And if it's you're a on huge it, you asset. Can pop yeah. off pretty well. Oh, for sure. And like I, I said, I've had clients, and it's been great, and and that's awesome. Um, for me, like I have been trying to turn, or I have been turning Bloodless into more of like a producing entity. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been talking to financiers and studios about having some kind of something happen with them, where I'm like, hey, I have all these. Scripts. I put these 13 scripts on today. I, no doubt in my mind that the ones that aren't represented are going to become represented and their shit's probably going to sell. That's just the power of the list. Right. It's great. You know, like I'm happy I created this. I can't say I, I, I can't say seven years ago if you told me I'd still be running it that I'd be stoked about it. But I, <laughs> but I am, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, there's something to be said, right? Because it's like, it's like Geekscape. We started this thing and it's like yeah. you don't make a bunch of reward from it, but you put your heart and soul into it because you believe in it. Yeah. And you see the merits in it. Um, and when people come by the booth this weekend, I'll give them free shit and they can dance with Kenny. But <laughs> yeah. uh, but there, there's there's other rewards and you see it as, I don't know, like like some kind of a means to an end, even though if it's not financial, it's there's something in your spirit that it reinvigorates. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, like I pay for Bloodless all out of pocket and luckily I am a really great manager and my clients make me enough money that I can support my hobby of the Bloodless. But it's not I've definitely I'm entering into a couple business deals that are specific for it, which is only good for the people that submitted. And and I have to say, like, it was funny. I took like all my calls on speaker when I was calling the writers and my assistant and my intern were like, oh, my God, like it was amazing because they were just getting so excited. I was like, hey, it's Kaylee Mars, creator of the list. like, oh. What? Oh my god! Like freaking out. I was like, never this? write again. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. You hear like a window shot. You hear like a gunshot, and it's like I was joking. At Hello. Least, at least she Hello? called me. <laughs> no, it was nice. It was nice. Okay. It's like they were really excited to be included in you know the press that has run today. I mean, I haven't even looked at it. I'm so fucking tired. I'm kind of like people are like you're on this and that. I'm like that's cool. Like tweet me and I'll, yeah. I'll check I'll it later. Sleep, I'll sleep. Like whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, no, people were really excited. They're like, oh my god, my name's in the rap and my script and whatever. That's I'm cool. like, yeah, dude, it's gonna sell. Like congratulations. That's like awesome. you know, you put yourself out there, which a lot of people don't, and yep. you re- get rewards. That is the scariest thing is like there are a lot of bedroom musicians in Hollywood or any creative, I think, yep. undertaking and they don't want to put their painting or their artwork or, you know, I'm just going to call him out. Uh, Miles, one of our listeners. Uh, no. he, yeah, he's in Toronto and on Facebook, he's been he'll, he'll go to a public place and he'll just start sketching people. Like uh, we sent him to Canada, fan, like 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 uh, public the, restroom yeah, type no, place. No, no, no. We sent we sent him like Fan Expo, right, in Toronto. Yeah, and he went to Fan Expo and he just sketched people, like people in cosplay, people waiting for for panels, things like that. His sketches are so fucking cool that I was like, hey man, when's the coffee table book? And I, and Miles, I hope you 
know that you're capable of that stuff before you're, you're calling somebody, them out for I mean, like a positive yeah. reason though. yeah it's yeah. not yeah. like you're yeah. fucking up your life it's Dude, like you well, have such potential you have a lot of talent it. and i and yeah. i love his sketches um but uh yeah, yeah no there's a lot of people and it's really scary because the fear of rejection is sometimes right. fucking feels fatal uh geeks gave us i'm not rejecting you but i have been told that we have to stop for a spot break here and we are in fear of rejecting the studio um right. from not they're gonna reject our asses that. right out of yeah. here if we don't stop yeah. for a commercial fear of rejection uh, strong with us so we'll be right back hang tight and we'll continue talking about horror movies and all that when we get back peace Hey, Geeks we're back here, and we have not been sponsored by Subway. Yeah, we have. Uh, we're just trying to get make sure that Kaylee Be a whole lot cooler. Been, Kaylee's, we been, Kaylee's been busting her ass so <laughs> you much. Joint, man? She, she didn't even pause for lunch, so like, uh, I'm just getting the, the Subway clear of the camera. We are, though, sponsored by our friends at Loot Crate. If you guys go to lootcrate.com slash Geekscape and put in the promo code Geekscape, you get a discount on your uh, on your subscription. And you can subscribe to any kind of box. You can subscribe to the standard Loot Crate box, which is themed every month. This month is horror. I'm hoping next month is... Uh, they just send you a bunch of turkey and stuffing <laughs> in a box. And it makes... I don't know. They but, really should just do... Uh, like <laughs> a, a Thanksgiving thing? Yeah, just Thanksgiving. Just actually send people turkeys. I don't know. Just that. Uh, uh, nice. But, nice. but nice. there's also like the DX box, which is a pretty uh, awesome box. Is Oh, November's is magical. The theme is magical, and I see things from uh, I see stuff from, from Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, and, and Game of Thrones, Big Trouble, Little China, Fantastic Beasts, which is and, the new and where to find them? What? Is that well, that's the new Harry Potter oh, yeah. property, and uh, and that al- that also comes out in November. So it looks like November's theme is magical. You guys can get that box uh, right now. You have up until the nineteenth of November to order that box. But there's also the DX box. I think there's a wrestling box. There's all sorts of different boxes. Go on there again. <laughs> lootcrate.com slash geekscape and use the promo code geekscape and you get a nice discount uh dr strange let's just talk about right now because (laughs) that is the big movie that is coming out um next week and jonathan was lucky enough that's me was lucky enough to go to the premiere because our good friends at skype invited me uh as you guys know i've been to a few of the premieres um through marvel and through skype as one of the skype ambassadors god damn you I almost didn't fucking go because yeah, like the, you just the, said, that's nice. But really, what I heard was "fuck you." <laughs> like, you're like, ah, oh, that's nice. So, so <laughs> fuck me, off. Me, I'll, I'll just get through it quickly because I don't want to put. There are going to be no spoilers in this review of Doctor Strange. But basically, uh, I was basically contacted by my friend Tom Hall at Skype, and he was in town. And he said, hey, do you want to get lunch? And I said, I can't. I'm teaching. Let's get together tonight. And he goes, well, I've got a red carpet problem with that. And I go. Yeah, I said, are you going to the fucking Doctor Strange premiere and you didn't invite me because I've covered all those other no. ones? Like, as you guys remember, like Derek and I went to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and did all yeah. that. And I'm like, wait, what? And he goes, I thought you'd be in Brazil. I could have lunch with you today, but like, <laughs> yeah. I can't go to the premiere. What do you mean you thought I was going to be in Brazil? <laughs> I'm in Brazil next week. And so uh, he was like, oops, let me contact Marvel. Next thing you know, Johnny's got himself a nice little badge, and I'm on the red carpet of the uh, Doctor Strange premiere. And who is behind me? As soon as I walk up on the damn carpet, who's behind me? I turn, look over my shoulder because you got to do that. I mean, you got to look at it and see who's with you. Lawrence Fishburne. Ken Bone. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, if you guys look even... on my Instagram, there's a picture of me with Ken Bone. Oh my god, even better made of a career popular, but, currently yeah. than Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, <laughs> he's made popular by the by the presidential debates the guy who you know red you know, shirt red sweater yeah meme. and i was like dude i gotta take a photo with you you're very photo if only you had a mustache up. man that so would... i took a photo with ken uh... bone and then uh my friend amy dallin who you guys might recognize from Skeek and sundry we went through this thing and uh and we went to see the movie and the movie was awesome there's my picture oh with my ken god bone. that's a good one yeah there we no are less. 
I, like, I yeah. like how he's like he's he's embracing it and still yeah. just going the red sweater. He will there never travel without He'll that red sweater like zip up. There's Ken and I. There's Ken and I on the red carpet of the Doctor Strange premiere, and obviously like all the Marvel stars came out. Robert Downey yeah. Jr. was also there. Uh, Chadwick Bosman who plays uh, T'Challa. <laughs> um, and I got to tell you this, Geekscapist, you're going to want to see this movie in 3D. You are not going to want to sit too close. My our seats were a little close. And there's nah. so much mind-bending vi- there's so many mind-bending visuals in this movie yeah. Scott Derrickson a horror guy oh, who fucking love him you guys guys remember when we did the big promotion for his movie like what, what movie did he do with Blumhouse Sinister, Sinister. like remember when we did that Sinister promotion and like Scott was fucking cool and now he fucking is back on the big time with Doctor Strange and this movie is awesome. Like, think about all the stuff that you th- were thought was mind-bending when you saw, uh, what is it being compared to? Like, The Matrix, maybe it's being compared to like Inception. Inception, yeah. Now, this movie blows all that stuff away. It's like you're watching, like, it's like you're watching a damn kaleidoscope explode in front of your face. So, so we should do it, we should go well on an acid. No, no. Would that even it out? I'm not quite sure. You need the acid. You, you watch it on acid, you may be thinking, thinking you're seeing a Buster Keaton movie. High. Like, yeah. this movie, uh... This is one of my top five Marvel films. Really? Yeah, I'm putting it in the top five. I'm putting it in the top five right now. Because is that like a good thing? I, it, it is. I, a, no, no, it's a good thing because like Civil War, I think, is my favorite. I think Iron Man 1 had that original, hey, how right. the hell did they pull yeah. this off? Right. Um, I'm going to put Guardians in there just to, for the freshness. And then this had the freshness as well. But this is a different type of Marvel Universe. Yeah. Uh, this is like the mystical kind. This is the spiritual kind. And uh, the script is really funny. The, the the action keeps coming. This is a fun movie. I will say that uh, there wasn't a whole lot for the female lead to do, which has been kind of the some of the criticism. Oh, no. Uh, I oh, know. God, no. Not one movie that doesn't have a big thing with a female lead no, in no, it. No, no, it's not that. It's not that. It's that uh, you have Rachel McAdams, who's a really talented actress. Right. And uh, sometimes, we, you know, it's like Natalie Portman in Thor, another like oh, yeah, Oscar-winning totally. actress, yeah. and she's kind of just a witness to everything, and she's reactionary. There is a really cool scene, and I won't spoil it for you guys, but there is a scene where she's kind of involved in this stuff, and she's slowly realizing what's going on with Doctor Strange. Uh, you know, her boyfriend is now Doctor Strange, and she's starting to put it together that wow, there's things other than our world, and that scene is hilarious, and, and it's fun. It's during a fight, and it's cool, but... Uh, I don't want to spoil too much. Just I love how you give her like a scene where she sort see. of does something. As she the sort of does something. Like but, but, but I will say. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good job, Rachel. You've been acting for 15 years. I know. Years it's, for it, you, it, babe. Broke, it broke my heart because the movie ends. And, I, and the first thing I thought when the movie ended was like, holy shit, that movie was fucking impressive. Uh-huh. On the visual level, on the. He's an the incredible level, director. Scott fucking killed it. Uh, and I had so much fun watching it. Tilda Swinton, like, everybody in this movie owns the movie. And then all of a sudden, uh, I thought to myself, you know what? Where did we leave? You know, where did we leave that? Like the, the romantic lead. Like where where did we leave her? And she should have been more than just a romantic lead. Like, and we'll see. I mean, this opens really it up to so much more. I did. I was like, it just didn't feel. That, just, I mean, Jonathan thinks about the ladies. The movie was so balanced. In so, the movie was so balanced in so many great ways. As he would say it. He thinks about the bitches. Very sweet, no, right? Yeah. yeah, that's how he boiled. That's, 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 that's what I would like, say. You know what? I like to think about the bitches. The movie's awesome. What is sweet, Jonathan? The movie is awesome. So, um, Rachel McAdams, we got to give you, you, you we, we got to pay it forward. I mean, he's had two movies that I was scared to, like, I walked out of Exorcism of Emily Rose 
Yeah. That was English. Yeah. Um, uh, I was in. I was the only one in the theater, and I just was like, "Fuck it this!" Put them on the like map. halfway through, and then Sinister. I remember I went to a screening, and my girlfriend who went with me walked out halfway through, and I was sitting there. I was sitting like right in front of Lee Winnell or something. So I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh no, don't get up, don't get up!" I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm just gonna close my eyes, and no one can tell." For Sinister, have you? You've yeah. No, we we did a promotion terrifying. for Sinister. It's literally terrifying. And I covered my eyes, and I went out in the lobby, and Jason Blum and Scott and I sat in the lobby of. Like, what's it called now? The Rave? I don't know what it's called anymore. The place in Marina del Rey. And we just sat there because we were promoting the movie. And we we talked through, like, the last 30 minutes of the movie out in the lobby. And both Jason and Scott are fucking cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and it, it really makes me happy to see people like James Gunn and Scott Derrickson, these geeks done well, like, come up and do these movies that get it so right. Guardians of the Galaxy got it so right. Did you see the trailer for that? Yeah, we talked one? about it last week. Thanks for catching up. Yeah, you're and, right. <laughs> and then this movie <laughs> nails it. I mean, we were watching like crazy Steve Ditko visuals in this movie and it, I loved it. It's a totally different, it's a new flavor for the Marvel Universe and I think that that feels good. Um, so, let's talk uh, a little bit more about horror because this is Halloween and we've got this thing called the Blood List and we got this uh, wonderful lady here who uh, Kaylee is all about the you know is horror like your favorite genre or is this just something you fell into I mean I've always loved horror I feel like it's interesting when people ask me that because if I was running the bloodless and didn't like horror the most that would be super hard but you for do me. love horror the most <clears throat> why yeah but I I feel like over the years I've I've gotten... You evolved. Yeah, I evolved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I started The Bloodless when I was 22 years yeah. old. It's still so... your baby. Like, yeah, horror is still your baby, but eventually that baby can actually feed itself, and then you're like, you know what? Mommy's got to do her own yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean... I'll, I... I'll still love you. I'll always love you, but... <laughs> I really like all genres, and I really like money, so, like, whatever <laughs> I feel is going to make me money. I have a client sure. that writes on Kevin James' show, Kevin I K. I know Peter, so, Peter's oh, the man. Yeah, yeah, Peter Hoare. Peter Hoare's great. I love him, and then I have someone like Seth Sherwood who writes, like, every Every horror remake now, mm-hmm. and you know every studio horror movie. Um, well, Peter's funny as hell. Peter's hilarious. Peter's fucking hilarious. If you guys aren't following Peter Horror on Twitter, you guys are silly. Was and it I, Peter M Horror? I think. And I know Peter from like when he used to write on a punk band. Like I used to, when I used to do music videos for like punk bands, uh-huh. he, he would work on. I think he would wrote he for at, he, he wrote for like AbsolutePunk.net <laughs> and like fuck? like we just got Ask to know men. each other and shit. But Peter's fucking hilarious. Oh, he's great. I think I just retweeted something he wrote that was like. At this point, you'll be more original if you poke two holes in a sheet and wear it over your head <laughs> for Halloween than if you wear a Harley Quinn outfit. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Brace yourself. The Harley Quinns are coming. Um, <laughs> so, uh, in, in like, what, what, like, what's like the be- Like, what would you say is like the horror movie that maybe went overlooked for like the last five years? Like one that you're like, okay, this one did not get discovered and it still needs to stay in court. I actually just wrote an article for the rap, or I contributed. Sure. It was basically it was it was interesting how they did it, but um, and I had to actually talk about the thirteen from the past two years, and mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know. I'm I just I just like to be entertained. So right. like I was like a huge fan of <clears throat> the visit, which I can't really say was overlooked. I feel like I feel like there wasn't really anything that was overlooked that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything sort of got a good amount of play. Or if you talk about something like it follows. We know it follows, yeah. and it made like I don't know, ten million dollars or something. Yeah. But that's not a lot. So people are like, oh, that was a success, and I'm like, yeah, it was very successful. But if you talk to someone in like Stony Brook, Minnesota, they don't know what it is. Right. And, so and it's hard was, to say. There were people here, like I, I think I was hanging out with people this past weekend who were like, 
what's this movie, The Babadook? And I'm like, yeah. you guys haven't heard of The fucking the Babadook. Babadook? When The Babadook came out, it was like the hottest. Like everybody was talking about it, at least on the festival circuit. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. At least on like the art house circuit where you find out about movies like It Follows or Mommy Dear. It, yeah, you know, uh, things yeah like that. Good Night Mommy. Good I mean, Night I like Raw that just played at Toronto and okay. uh, Fantastic Fest. Um, the, I'm thinking of stuff from my list. Like there was this Norwegian film called In Order of Disappearance. What is that? Um, if it's Norwegian, Skellen it's pretty kind of scary. Skarsgård, or, yeah, one of the Skarsgård, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and he was, it was basically like Fargo, but set in Norway. It was like okay. this guy whose, like, son had been killed by these thugs. And so the like, just normal-ass, like, delivery guy was like, I'm going to go. Kill him. Exact vengeance on these me. people. And then, so, basically, he went in with a plan, and it backfired, and he ended up becoming kind of a piece of shit, but you also love him. Because he, yeah, he, I mean, he had a... Good, bad intentions. Oh, you know what movie I love what? that hasn't come out yet? Um, well, two. One, uh, The Black Coat's Daughter, which was formerly February, directed mm-hmm. by Oz Perkins. And what's it called now? Uh, the Black Coat's Daughter. The Black Coat's Daughter. I don't Daughter. know okay. when it's coming out. It's coming sure. out through A24. Oh, but oh, everything A24 puts out is like this premier prestige stuff. Like uh-huh. it's all pretty quality stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's the movie is, is interesting. It's like okay. very jarring. Like there's like... Uh, characters just screaming "Hail Satan!" like in your face in close-ups Did and shit. Did they film at my house? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, but one that I saw that I'm really excited about. I have no idea what's going on with it. There was this movie called uh, called The Love Witch, and it's written and directed by Anna Biller, and it's just like this. It looks like it was made in 1967. Like oh, everything, there's that. no anachronisms. Like it's very, it's very of the time for the time by the time. It's like amazing. Was the film quality like a like a little yeah, bit? It was aged, yeah. perfect. And I saw it at Etheria, which is an all women's uh, film festival, and I was a judge there. And I was just watching this. I'm like, who is this bitch? And yeah. now Anna, if you're listening, I've been trying to get a hold of you. That is some. That, and I love how the ballsy that move is. You know what I mean? That like oh, you're like fierce. I'm going to dedicate myself oh, yeah. to a style. I'm going to live with it. The star, Samantha Robinson, is stunning. She yeah. completely carries the movie. The, it's it's fun to watch. Okay, that one's... A, you're going to circle both those. The Black Coat's Daughter and The Love Witch. You guys are going to circle and that Ra- one. And Raw. It's a cannibalism movie. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. We get enough cannibalism here on T-Radio V and whatever the fucking guy died of over <laughs> here who loves these napkins. Don't worry. You you will, too, die soon from that exact same More disease. More Walking Dead spoilers over here. <laughs> yeah, guys, that Walking Dead premiere was a pretty de- decisive uh, or divisive thing on the internet. We're going to talk about it once we... We're going to take one more break here on uh, Zena TV. When we come back, let's talk about that Walking Dead premiere. Again, no spoilers, but this is the shit that split the internet. So a lot of people say they're going to drop the show. A lot of people are like, no, this is awesome. I don't know how, where you guys stand, but we're going to talk about it when we get back. You ready to hit that drop on those ads? We'll be right back, Geekscapist. That's our outro music. You hear that? Hey, Geekscapist, we're right back here with Kaylee Marsh. She's telling you all about the blood list. And uh, for more information on the blood list, you guys should go on the internet and check out what? Just, just bloodlist.com. Nice and simple. Uh, especially if you guys are aspiring screenwriters, like Kaylee, what would, advice would you give the Geekscapists if some of them are like aspiring screenwriters? They want to get their script out there. Let's say they don't want to be better musicians. They want to really have a go at it, and they think that they have a script that's worth its salt. I just, I love when people can speak screenplays and speak movies. You know, mm-hmm. if I talk to a writer and I'm like, hey, this scene kind of reminds me of this. They're like, oh, I haven't seen it. I'm like, oh, well, that's, I'm talking about Poltergeist and that's like oh, such a staple. <laughs> you know, so it's wow. weird. No, it's weird. I feel like there's like a horror fan starter kit. And if you sure. haven't seen those like 30 movies, then you can't 
talk about literally anything. Right. Um, My biggest advice is just, yeah, read as as many screenplays as you can. I feel like being in Los Angeles, you have a huge advantage, though it's not 100% necessary. Um, Once again, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to create Fresh Blood to kind of even out the playing field. Mm yeah, I mean, just put yourself out there. It doesn't benefit you if you're reading a screenplay and no one ever reads it. I right. hear about those people all the time. They're like, oh, I'm writing a script. I'm like, you've been writing it for a year. Yeah, yeah. If you were my client, how would I make money and how would you make right. money, more importantly, which get, is how I make money. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, like, write the damn thing so you can put a fucking copyright and trademark right. on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least race to the finish to do that. Wasn't, wasn't that like, when I was in screenwriting class, there was like someone that's, uh, it's, like the, it's like the poor man trademark where you just mail it to yourself you that's like that. yeah it's, it's I mean, like i don't know what the, i didn't no, know if it you, ever you existed wanna, if it was you like, send it to, like people yeah. are kind of hardcore about the copywriting i feel i mean it's different for me as a manager sure. if i'm sending it out it's pretty much done like yeah it doesn't done. need to be registered necessarily but it's really hard to steal an idea like there's, there's really I, there's, I think it'd be easy well, i don't I know mean, I, but no it's all execution oh, okay I think, so I think, like, you know yeah. i think what you're saying is it's hard to steal a voice it's hard to steal a voice exactly got it some of the things on Fresh Blood that were exciting to me um, were just because of the writing style. Right. I didn't even give a shit what the script is about. I was like, this person needs to be seen by people because they can get hired to write anything. Right. You know, you just you like I've been a manager for six years. I've read thousands of screenplays at this point. You your gut instinct is always right when you're like, okay, you either respond to the writing or not by page two or three. Right. So I feel, you know, you can steal an idea, sure, but why would you? Like, if you're a creative, why would you? Like, wh- people are so obsessed with themselves and conceited. You're, you're you like, I want to create my own you idea. Want to be your yeah, idea. Okay, all right, that makes sense. And execution, no one's going to execute something the same. I mean, even, you know, I, I was talking about this the other day. It's like I was going through the Fresh Blood Selects and I was like, shit, like, that person wrote something that's sort of similar to something I developed with a client. They're completely different. I didn't read right. that script because of legal reasons, but they're completely different. But it was a hot article that went out and mm-hmm. probably 25 people wrote the script. You know, huh. there's you, multiple Stephen King projects floating around right, right. now. Like, there's, you, And you give, like, the same script to two different directors and they're going to make course, two different movies, yeah. you know. Um the uh, thing we got to talk about now, speaking of source materials turning itself into other iterations, is The Walking Dead. I mean, we've been reading The Walking Dead comic book since the start. Um, this Walking Dead, we've had Scott Gimple on the show, the showrunner of Walking Dead, and uh, you guys know that we did Doc of the Dead. The, if you guys want to watch Doc of the Dead, I think it's on Amazon Video. It was on Netflix. I don't know. We put out a zombie documentary in 2014 through Epics, and if you guys are zombie fans, you guys can watch it. It's got that nice fat Geekscape logo in the front. Um, but, uh, The Walking Dead, we're fans of it. At least I am. I watch all, I watch the episode. I read all the comics. Uh, and this past season premiere, guys, you knew from the cliffhanger at the end of season six, Negan, uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan's character, who, yeah. who all the fans who've read the comics are waiting for because he's the big bad and he makes the governor look like a Girl Scout. You know his introduction was going to cost you guys a long-standing cast member and somebody that you would have hated to lose. And... They left us all summer long trying to figure out who right, Negan like was going to kill. Right, like people break down the audio, yeah. like like <laughs> like enhance they were like, the Wait a audio waves. To Even see I was doing screaming. that because the, the one thing about the Walking Wait, Dead that a lot really? of people, yeah. a lot of the people are frustrated by is the Walking Dead in the comic. They just went straight to the kill. Like yeah. I remember turning the page and being like, "Oh shit, it's done." Oh, and it was early in the issue, and now we're dealing with in the comic, we're dealing with uh, you know the fallout of all that, but. But Robert Kirkman went 
straight for the jugular there on Walking Dead issue 100. Uh, this is issue 100 put on screen, and you don't know for a long time in the episode how faithful they're going to be to the comic and mm-hmm. who is going to die. And they leave you in suspense for a long time, which has also been a criticism of The Walking Dead. That they drag things out a lot. Yeah. And, um, you know, it it was okay. Jeffrey D. Morgan, uh, he, you know, I wasn't sold on him as Negan at the end of uh, season six. I think I was a little bit like, wait a minute. He's always you know? a very good, yeah, yeah. He's a great actor. Yeah, I love yeah, that. No, I, Dude yeah. is fucking awesome. Have you seen Desierto? I want to see that. He's because so badass Rasa, in it. Oh my but, god! But yeah, I mean, he seems scary. as like a yeah. fucking in Desierto, the, the, the one of the Mexican border where he's like hunting down these. That's two what illegals. I'm saying. That's it. That, yeah, that's I want to fucking see it. It's amazing. Um, because he's scary as hell. And yeah. He, yeah, he's gonna yeah. run down these two illegal immigrants, and it looks fucking awesome. It's like a horror movie, but it's got a political backdrop. It right. looks great. Uh, I think it's very Trump. No, okay. <laughs> he plays like a Trump supporter. Who wants he to keep will. Great. He will be that wall. But yeah, Trump doesn't need to build the wall. wall. He'll just hire. He's him. just going to hunt down yeah. illegals, which is basically the plot of Desierto. But here we got Jeffrey D. Morgan playing Negan. This episode, I will say, he does own the role. Like Good. I was a little iffy on whether or not he inha- inherited. Like I was like, is he actually Negan? It really should be Henry Rollins, who <laughs> he, Robert Kirkman has said he wrote Negan based on. Really? Yeah, it's supposed to be Henry Rollins, just That's this awesome. fucking muscle yeah, of a human right. being who just wants to fucking kill you. And when in seeing Jeffrey Morgan and knowing Negan for years, I was like, wait a minute, like why is this fucking leather jacket so 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 clean <laughs> and, and so tight? Like, what is yeah. this village person coming out of? You know, so <laughs> where's so, his mustache? What's going on it's here? Not thick enough. And and. And that's, of course, like playing against my years of expectation. It was like, okay, I've got my Negan. And then seeing Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Scott Gimple and these guys' interpretation of it, I'm going to be critical. Spent all summer. Nope. This After this episode, he's Negan. Mm-hmm. After this episode, yeah. I was flipping through some Walking Dead today at the comic shop, and I was like, wait a minute, this is Negan. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like the original now, is, it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And wow. maybe that's after like a month of seeing the posters with him and Lucille on them you know, waiting for the season premiere. But guys, the season premiere is so fucking violent and brutal in its place. Uh, like once you start getting the answers to who Negan kills, guys, it's gut wrenching. And this is not the television you are used to. This is some HBO level shit that they are playing on AMC and it is violent and brutal and in your face. And you are seeing it in full detail and it's relentless because after the kill has been made, we're taking Lucille and we're smashing the fucking person to putty and you are seeing it. It's not sound effects off camera, okay? This isn't like Vincent D'Onofrio dying in, in, in Jurassic World, <laughs> which, you know, is like, you know, it's a, not a splatter of blood across the screen. No, this is like you're seeing somebody get their face pulped and it's relentless and I think a lot of people got turned off by it and there are people who are saying, I'm never watching Walking Dead and, and, again, this is too much. And then, there, you know, it's too manipulative or it's too this, but then at the same time, um, guys, that's the reality that they're building on the show. It's that surprise. That it's, shit it's actually the, happens in zombie apocalypses. The message, yeah, we, zombies we know this aren't from... going to hang out with you and want to like yeah. smoke a joint. And what well, Robert Kirkman said when, he, when Robert Kirkman first set out writing the comic puff, puff, book not is the frustrating thing he saw, and he's a fan of Romero, he's a fan of Tom Savini, all this stuff, is he said the problem with zombie movies is they, they end after two hours and what happens to these people who have to re- live in a new world <laughs> right. where these things exist and ultimately what the horror in The Walking Dead is, it's not the zombies, it's the humans who are now forced to live in this in this world and nothing has made that point more clear than this episode. Guys, let's say there's a massive global event and we're all racing for water and resources. 
yeah, guess what? There's not going to be any fucking zombies, but there will be people, and it'll be horrifying. Don't count out that they're not going to be zombies. You never know. First thing I'm doing is strapping guns to your fucking wheelchair. Yeah, this thing. Like, you're going to be fucking my version of Lucille. I'll be like, meet Kenny, motherfuckers! <laughs> I just need solar panels. I just need yeah. solar panels on my wheelchair so to keep it charged off, we're weaponizing you. We're weaponizing Kenny. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking rocket jets. I will be Lucille. Yeah, you're going to be my weapon of, yeah. of the, of the, of the post You're basically going to be Mad Max's car for me. Alright, perfect. Uh, all right. But not That's to say cool. I won't ride you yeah, I'll be your magnum opus. Let's do that. All right. But uh, you know what? I'm going to keep watching The Walking Dead, but I'll be watching it through. People were years. so angry. They were pissed. I see. I, I, I haven't seen uh, I haven't it this seen year. It yet. I, yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. Um, and I, like, But I've talked to like three people right, right before like it aired. And they're like, they're like, you know what? I just wish, I don't know who dies, but they're like, I wish Daryl dies just so I have a reason to stop watching that show. Oh, no. <laughs> like, like, like they're, they're like, wanting to stop watching the show? Yeah. They're like just looking flash. for a just... reason. Stop watching the show if you want to stop watching the show. I know, but Daryl's in it. There's uh, Westworld. There's a million so other cool Westworld shows. Westworld is so goddamn like, good. Like, just start watching different shows. There's always people that, like that. They're like, oh, my God, I, wa- I hate watch this show. I'm yeah. like, I don't have the time for that. Yeah. What the hell? Dude, I- I've started trimming my comic book list back because I'm like, now I'm just building <gasps> fucking paper towers in my fucking room. I'm like... Wow. I've started... Guys, Geekscape is... Don't stop listening to the show. You I've still have I've, them, though, right? Still got you cred. still have the collection. Dude, I have to start trimming back my comic collection because mm-hmm. I'm not reading them, and it's becoming problematic. Now, like is this the free stuff them. you're going to be giving away? And, uh, no, I'm giving away you. Oh, Surprise, right. spoilers. I'm free anyway. <laughs> the only spoilers on the show are, I'm giving away Kenny. Um, no, I don't know, but but The Walking Dead, I'm... I'm I gotta see where it's going. I did bail see? on Feel Walking Dead. Oh, here's Wait, the fucked why? up. Here's the fucked up thing. I know where it's going. I <laughs> yeah, read the damn book. Yeah, you're you know, and you're but still. You I want to see, see how they get there because it's not the same way. I I uh, I I can't even believe Fear the Walking Dead uh, exists. No, that just don't be rude. What? Don't be rude. No, I mean, I, I told you guys in the break, but like my theory is that Fear of the Walking Dead, they only made that because uh, Walking Dead was getting so damn stale, and they needed it to be like, oh my god, The Walking Dead's so amazing, because Fear of the Walking Dead is like watching slugs do a mile <laughs> oh my sprint. God. Oh my god. It's, it's, it, it would take like 14 years. Okay, Kenny, listen. In, yes. in Fear of the Walking Dead's defense, who, who would win in a sprint? You or the slugs? <laughs> do I have my chair or not? No, you don't have your chair. Slugs. The slugs would beat you in a mile sprint. Yeah, I mean, if I if I have to if I have to like go like on my back, if no wheelchair, which yeah. I'm either on my back or on on my belly, Could you I still have to do the worm thing where I scrunch up like the accordion and go the entire way. Hmm. Okay. Unless there's a slip and slide, if it's a mile no, no, sprint, no, 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 it's no, downhill no, on a no, slip and slide. No, it's a, okay. Here's what we do. Okay, it's a mile sprint. Got it. Uphill. Fuck. But there are pockets of. Uh, there are pockets of salt that the snails have to go around. Oh, so it really just adds a distance just to adds it because a they have—it's like, it's like the lumbar street. No, no, no. Street okay, no, never mind. Runs. Never mind. There's not pieces. There's not salt on the course. Okay. You have a salt shaker with which you can fight. Yeah, but <laughs> my, I, I don't have hands that can successfully Wait, I see that salt. No, 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 Kenny, Kenny. Can someone animate that? The salt that? shaker is taped to your butt. All right, I will you, be. I'll be no, pooping salt you, all so over basically, the snails. No, well, only if you're ahead of them. That's true. If, or if I walk backwards or roll back. Okay, or, no, no. Okay, uh, salt shaker. We're gonna do double dare. It's on your head. Strap to a okay, all right, double dare. Sorry. Yeah, you have like double dare style. You have a salt shaker on your helmet, right. and you're 
there's a shit ton of slugs. Like this is like I, I slither, win. right? I, well, actually, nobody wins. Just all the snails die, and I die after tw- like no, seven or, days. It's like it's when like I don't uh, have water. remember the slugs in the faculty that like it, you know if you mm. put salt on them How they would yeah they would turn it they would like shrivel up. But no, it, it wasn't is. salt. It was the drug that they kept in the pen. Oh, right. It wasn't yes. salt. Oh, my yeah. God. Of yeah. course. Yeah, man, it wasn't. Man. I like that movie a lot. <laughs> I do, too. I really I like love it, too, but have you rewatched it lately? Yeah, it was on the other day. But it was really? like, I, was I haven't like, watched it. I, like I still love it. I just the fact the effects aren't there, but it's yeah. still it's still the concept. I mean, I gotta hold it down. I gotta hold it down. I gotta hold it down for a little awesome Texas run here. I'm down. Hey. At least they saved that high school. The blonde yeah, girl is the one that brought it into the oh, school. Oh, yeah. Obviously. I, she, yeah. Spoilers. No, I'm kidding. Because, oh, yeah. come on. It was <laughs> yeah, like 99 or something I, like that. I, I think it was 97 or 99. Yeah. yeah. And that was the one that Robert Rodriguez like went to the Weinsteins and was like, I want to make Spy Kids. And they were like, you make this one first. <laughs> we're going to give you a deal. Yeah. Like Robert Rodriguez had the idea for Spy Kids. He's like, we're going to make so much money. Uh-huh. And the Weinstein said, listen, we're going to give you a deal. You're going to make whatever movie you want, but first you're going to make The fa- Faculty with Kevin Williamson. And then we will allow you to do the Spike Kids movies. And The Faculty didn't do bad. No, of course. Kevin Williamson was fucking hot shit coming out of Scream, like in Dawson's Creek. Yep. But I I love the. I remember seeing The Faculty in theaters opening day and being like, yeah. Because they filmed it in Austin. So I was like, that's cool. Oh, that's awesome. I felt... I felt the kinmanship to it. And you know what? Geekscape is, if you watch closely in the opening credits, you can see my own younger brother, Paul London, famous pro wrestler. Wait, what? How you buried yeah. that lead? Yeah, yep. what the hell? That's the very end of closely, the conversation. I feel, I feel close to it because it's my set brother, in my hometown, my not brother, that my brother's my, in it. You know what? I forgot, but my, my brother's actually in the opening credits walking around the high school and he's in a couple That's shots. So fun. He was an extra in the faculty. And I forget That's that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, before he was on TV. He, he was, was on a movie. Yeah, he was That's on the right. big screen. It's on the big screen. Yep. He should have been in fucking Blade 3. Yeah. That yep. shit would have been tight. You know <laughs> it what? Would have been, he would have loved it. I think Dominic Purcell wants to... At Stanley's Kamikaze, what I've been told... Or Stanley's Comic-Con, what I've been told this weekend is that Dominic Purcell really wants to talk about Prison Break because there's brand new Prison Break stuff right. coming out. Yeah. Um, is this like a full series I, or what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what I want to talk about now that you have been, like given me the power is yeah. I want to be like, like, we'll get to Prison Break. Blade 3. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's like, they're all scared of him, and then he shows up and hides behind a baby. <laughs> in broad daylight. Are you a daywalker? Because I know Blade's a daywalker. But the original one, wouldn't you like take, like, everyone, all the other ones take after him, mm. and then they would be mm. daywalkers I don't know. as well? I don't know. Blade's mother was attacked by a vampire while you in Europe. Guys, you guys know so much more about Blade than me. I'm feeling like a piece of shit. <laughs> don't worry. Dude, don't you, do yeah. that. Don't no, do why that. didn't I watch Blade? Listen, We're wasting well, You here. are the nexus through which all creative forces flow in Hollywood. And guys, you can find out more about it at thebloodlist.com. If you're a screenwriter and you do not submit to the bloodlist, especially if you're a horror or genre screenwriter, what the fuck are you doing with your life? <gasps> what the hell are you doing? And you know what? You do not have to be represented because there's this fresh blood, right? Is that going to keep going or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it will. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In some form. Yeah, it will. I mean, for okay. me, I mean, it's a lot of work. So it's I have to figure work. out. This is what you do. If someone else wants to pay for me no, to no, do no. it, yeah, this great. is what you do. This is what you do. Geek, Geekscape is listening. You want to be an aspiring Geekscape. Uh, like, you want to be an aspiring screener. This is what you do. You're gonna, let's say you're going to submit to the Fresh Blood, right? You don't have an agent manager. You don't have like some fucking uncle who's in the industry, right? This is what you do. Take a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Take a fucking crisp hundred dollars. You put it in an envelope so they can't see it through the mailer. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You put it in there with your script and on the fucking envelope. No, you no, write no, for no. Kaylee Marsh. No, no, okay, no, okay, no, okay, no, no, no. Listen, no, no, no. Yeah. You know, and you put like. Do you, it, guys. You put. You put. Does not have to have any influence on my score. 
just keep it for yourself. Winky you face. Sign you it. Add the winky no, face. Sign no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. My favorite was like people who haven't talked to me in forever being like, hey, how's it going? Also submitted a fresh level. I'm like, that's cool. It'll be graded or graded. It'll be chosen fairly like yeah, everything else. Good. Everyone like, hey, when can I read those bloodless scripts? I'm like, the same time everyone else can. Yeah. Like no one's special. You know what? You can Not watch it. You can watch it on the big screen. You can watch it on the big screen. Nobody's special. Nobody's special. Not even special. None of us are special. Just in Here's Kaylee's email so you guys can PayPal her for her fucking patronage. This is it. Stop, Guys, stop. send her some Venmo. People take things so literally. Don't I'm just say saying, things like that. You're offering a service, and these fools ain't paying for it. I, I'm and the no, rate no, of their no. screenwriting, yeah, they ain't going to be able to. They have to pay I, I don't want. I don't want writers to pay for it. I want Chernin or someone like okay. STX or Screen Gems to Peter pay Chernin, for it. Peter Chernin, you ready to do this? This is how it's going to work, Peter. Listen. I don't want a screenwriter... <laughs> Like who? Yeah, you know, I don't want Campbell's to. Soup out of no, hey, not, no, 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 no. They have to pay their dues. All right, it's pay to play. Geekscapist. This is what you're gonna do. You're gonna go check out thebloodlist.com. You're gonna thank Kaylee for throwing it together. You're also <laughs> gonna follow her on Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. Okay. You're gonna look for Kaylee Marsh. You're gonna start following her stuff. Double click, double click. All right. Double click or single click on links on, on online, man. I don't know if it's, it's not double. It's double click to open files. Single click to open things. You're online. not gonna write. By yeah. the way, online. Speaking of your website, I'd love that all the font is in Courier. Okay. okay. But it's good. I mean, uh, listen, it's I like don't. Script. I can't it's, tell. Are you making fun of me? No. no. Oh, okay, okay. No, it's like all the the font. All of your website is all oh, Courier. Yeah, it's yeah. like written in script. My it's favorite part awesome. is I have blood dripping down the site. It's my shit. I love it. Listen. The next thing you're going to do is if you're in L.A., you're going to go to Stanley's L.A. Comic Con and go to Booth 125 and get some free shit and a lap dance from Kenny. Yeah. The other thing you're going to do is you're going to like us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. I'm sorry that I'm gone for till Thanksgiving, folks, but I'm going to Brazil. We're going to make a little little movie, and uh, maybe we'll be hearing from me there. Geekscape is for everybody here at the Zena TV Studios. Peace and out for Reese. See you guys on the Thank you.